in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. That's what we do. Every week. <laughs> Every on, single week. On this show. <laughs> What's up? How are you? I am doing just well. You know, I, I, I'm going to tell you something uh, I, I, ha- I had prepared to say... Can you do me a favor and remind me never to hang out with Richard? But I yeah. have a big announcement. I hung out with Richard this week, and it was perfectly pleasant. I had a great time. Oh, good. I actually have no story from it. I mean, the story is there was no drama. We went to a museum. I will say there was one funny moment because we went to a museum, and then we had dinner, and then we went to a a rally in East L.A. against gentrification. Okay. <laughs> where Richard signed me up for low-income housing. And then afterwards, we got uh, churros at this East LA bakery. Oh, I saw I saw those photos. They look good. Oh, that's a different churro. I, mean, oh. I had a lot of churros this week. <laughs> Your life is so hard. <laughs> and we were sitting down in this park under a full moon, and he just bust up laughing. And he was like, "This is such a cousin, like a, this is such a gay cousin moment right now. Us eating yeah. churros and like, have you ever seen those like street? They're like." Urban little mini parks. Have you ever seen those? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was one of those little urban mini parks. For those of you who don't know, I like this actually, where they'll take a couple of parking spaces and turn it into like a little mini tiny park. Oh, is it a city city run thing? Oh, I thought so. I, I, oh. I doubt the city would be super into random people just building parks on. Parking well, I know spaces. some businesses do it like in front of their own stuff. Oh, but really? I do know. Um, so that like. Well, there's like requirements. So, like cities, per the number of people that live there, there has to be green space. So, yeah. sometimes they do a bunch of mini parks instead of carving out enough space to do one big park where you can um, actually fly a kite or something. I don't know the technicalities, but I do like it. I'm a fan. Hmm. Um, so, I feel like what you just described sounds like a really great date. Are you dating yeah, I, your cousin? I, you know what? It's so funny that you say that. I bet you that's what he was really laughing at. Yeah. Because he goes, I'm just laughing because I go, because he was like, he just started giggling hysterically. Mm-hmm. And I go, what's so fucking funny? And he goes, oh, it's just it's such a gay cousin day. Yeah. Right? But maybe he meant like we just went on a date. Maybe he said gay cousin date. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just sounds like a, a date. I well, know. I mean, all we did was go back and have sex afterwards. Do you, would you say that? You... <laughs> <laughs> That's and then, so gross. And then he put Do... it on Instagram. Yeah. Would you say, though, that you're getting some emotionally – emotional needs met by your cousin that you don't have to find a date well again could that be stunting your own personal growth as has been widely discussed on this show that tends to people develop those kinds of relationships with me yeah so and it's unhealthy i think for both parties oh yeah yeah you know uh friend of the show and never listens jonathan uh (laughs) 
Mike, I even told him, I go, if you go, I'm talking about Jonathan here. I told Jonathan, episode 100, part two, the 41 minute mark. Oh, wait, we blinked his name on that. Eh, who gives a shit? I go, he doesn't listen. At the 41 minute mark, I tell a story with you in it, but I took your name out. And he goes, oh, okay. Still hasn't listened. <laughs> it's like, I told him, here, here's exactly, I go, 41 minutes to 48 minutes. It's about yeah. you. Yeah. Well, he's not so – like, I feel like if I said to you, Joe, go listen to Big Fatty at minute 13, Mark, he says your name. The phone would like, hang up. Oh, my God. I have to go listen right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I love people telling stories about me. I know. Now Fatty's going to put this in the beginning of the show so that I go back and listen to his show now. Well, hello. <laughs> it's not just ruined. It's me, Fatty. Online. Online. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's what's going on? Do you have a okay, story yeah, that you want to tell, or are we just gonna make fun of people? Well, thank God. You know what's really good? It actually, uh, this story is really short. So, I went to a Mexican supermarket, you know, to buy my buy my my supplies for my witchcraft. Yeah. And um, you know, I just picked up tortillas and carne asada and stuff in my santeria dolls that i have and uh and so i'm in line and were you really getting carne asada and tortillas no i got tortilla mix i got tortilla masa i make my own tortillas i don't like store-bought okay. tortillas but that's why i go i don't i go and buy the tortilla masa and then i hand make them like yeah. uh my grandma weight loss tip when you have to make your own then you eat fewer because you're like, oh, I gotta make another fucking goddamn tortilla. No, I'll just keep it to two. Sure. You know, rather than just grab it and heat it. Fresh tortillas are the absolute best, though. The, oh, it's so it's, good. I'm telling you, anyone, if you have a Mexican supermarket next to you, just buy the masa, make it yourself. It is, it is, Mike Lawson. You're right. It is so alarming how much better it is than a, than a processed tortilla. Yeah. It's, so it's like the difference. I mean, they're both good, but it's the difference between like a fresh made cake and a a Twinkie. Yes, like they're they're both right. decent, and you could, a Twinkie does the job when you need a sweet, but it's not the same. Yeah, no. And I'm just furthering my uh, image as just a guy who just only eats Mexican food. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm at the supermarket. I'm in line, and uh, and this woman with her kid. Uh, the kid's like, he's like about nine and he's just floating around and she just looks at me. I don't remember why. Oh, cause we both bought tortilla masa. Is she a white lady? No, Mexican lady. There's no white okay. people there. I'm the whitest person there and I'm not even white. Yeah. And she, um, looks at me in the tortilla masa and she goes, I mira, there's a, porque no te and she starts talking to me in Spanish, yeah. like full on Spanish. And I'm yeah. like, now I can understand Spanish. So I know what she's saying. But I can't speak it at all, really. Okay. What, like, what was she saying? Was she she was saying, oh, how funny. She, oh, because she had grabbed my tortilla masa and put it with her stuff. And then she realized it was my tortilla masa. Mm-hmm. And so she put it back and she was like, oh. And then she started talking about how uh, she likes the tortilla masa at the supermarket. And her husband only will eat it, the, the tortillas that she makes, if she makes them from, before, uh, from this supermarket. and Just stupid stuff, okay. right? And I'm just like, uh-huh, and just nodding my head because I can't respond, right? And she's like, oh, I'm like, oh, uh-huh, and then laughing when I'm supposed to laugh, right? right. She's like, porque mi, mi, uh, mi esposo me, me dijo, right? So you're thinking she just speaks Spanish. Yeah. And, and then, so you tried to participate as much as you could, but you couldn't. Yeah. 
Then the son walks up and she goes, oh, uh, Trevor, could you you go get me, um, I forgot some soap. Uh, It looks, you know, it's blue and it's red and it's in a box. And I also need like some uh, carrots. He goes, okay. And he runs off and then she goes. But gluten free uh, something else because your private school won't let you get. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not allowed to have anything with nuts at the school. So make sure it doesn't have nuts. Anyway, mi esposo me dije uh, que no tenía uh, dinero para la... And I was just like, oh, my God. How do I tell this woman that I don't know what she's saying? Yeah. And then she, and then the kid comes back, Trevor, I said carrots. And I don't, I'm not going to buy you this toy. So you never fessed up that you don't no. speak Spanish? No. <laughs> no. And then the, the supermarket clerk hears her speaking to me in Spanish. So now he's only talking to me in Spanish. Ugh. And he has to ask me questions now, you know, like... Well, him, you could say, I don't speak Spanish. Well, that you know, luckily, the stuff I have to say to him is easy. To, there's choices, and I know what okay. they mean. So he's like, yeah. Deb- debito or credito? Yeah. I'm like, oh, cre- credito. Why didn't you just say credit? I don't know. I was, I was <laughs> Spanish-shamed at the supermarket. This is like the social anxieties that I get. I totally understand it, but when you take a step back, like it just makes sense. You could have just said like, I don't actually speak Spanish, but I understand what you said. And then you move on and she's fine. (laughs) Everyone's happy. You could have a conversation. Well, in my head, she would just be so embarrassed. She would run away. (laughs) Like leave her groceries there, grab her kid and leave. But she's bilingual. So she knows that people like, it's not like, I don't know. It's not embarrassing. I don't know. (laughs) I should have just said something, but I was just like, ugh. I didn't know what to do. What's going on with you? <laughs> well, speaking of uh, carne asada, I uh, decided to go vegetarian for the month of March. Yeah, I saw that on, on yeah. your uh, Instagram or something. So I've been vegetarian before a uh, long time I think time when ago. I met you, you were vegetarian. Probably, yeah. And I I truly believe that it's healthier for me to not eat meat. Um, and I don't want to have debates about this. Although, although I think you probably agree that like large amounts of fat and meat aren't good for you, right? Yeah, I totally but, agree. Um, so I just decided I'm going to challenge myself to be completely vegetarian for a month mm-hmm. to see how I feel, to assess the challenges I face. And then I think a month is also good because then I won't feel like it's a forever thing. Mm-hmm. So I can, I, I can stick to a full month and then decide after that if I want to do – keep it going, if I want to, you know, change something. Maybe I'll just eat chicken. I don't know. I, I – I'm just doing it for a month, right? Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that I posted a few things on Instagram. I've um, posted on Facebook too. And you know, I have a lot of followers from work, from the work stuff that I do, because a lot of my work is in the social media space. And then there's quite a few followers I have from podcasting on all of these social networks as well. And I posted a few pictures of these dinners and I said things like day one of this 30 day vegetarian challenge. And Joey, you would think that I told people that I was going to start eating human babies or something. <laughs> really? Pe- people get so offended, mostly strangers. That you're going to be vegetarian? People are saying stupid things like, needs more bacon or needs bacon, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the people expressing this usually are people that need to eat less bacon. <laughs> let's be honest. But like, people are just flat out telling me that I'm making bad choices and I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, um, I, I, I think the way that I've boiled it down, I think that me expressing a choice to change a behavior 
makes people feel that I'm also expressing judgment on their behavior. So people get defensive when I say, when I express that. I don't know. It's really weird to me. And like, there's a lot of meat eaters that are telling me that I'm not vegetarian because I'm eating cheese or eggs. Yeah, which, but you're like, not vegan. Yeah, but I know, but it's just weird. Like, why do you even care? I'm just like, I don't know. It's weird to me, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going vegetarian until April. I probably won't talk about it a lot because it seems to offend people. Doesn't bother but, me. Yeah, and I know it doesn't bother you, but um, I don't know. I just feel like you don't have to like it. You eat whatever you want, and I don't say anything, right? Mm-hmm. And you p- people post pictures of stuff I would never eat, but I, ne- I don't say like, oh, this is disgusting. I would never eat that. Mm-hmm. But you've done vegan cleanses before. Yeah. You've gone vegan for like a, a month, right? Six or weeks. longer? Oh, six weeks. So like, do you ever get weird blowback? Like that? Well, whenever I do it, I'm in West LA. So people are giving you high fives. Oh, okay. You know? And and that's the thing. I feel super where I live. I live in Yeah, that's true. Berkeley where you Oakland, live, they so would be doing the same thing. There's I have entire restaurants that all their menu is vegetarian. I, yeah. I have a vegan restaurant near me too. Yeah. So like I'm totally supported here, but it's this like world online that I'm living in that I is felt just kind like of bizarre. and we discussed this on the show before. My parents in that generation don't understand. Like remember when I one time I came home and my mom's like I'll have lunch for you. And I was yeah. like, okay. And um, and then it'd be like chicken. Right. And then and she's be like, like, well, it's not meat. Yeah. She'd be like, well, I thought you can't have meat. And I go, yeah, chicken's meat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think so far it's been really easy. We're about 10 days into it. Um, No challenges at Who's all. Who's we? Uh, no, I meant me. Oh. Basically. <laughs> okay. But I, I feel like... No challenges. Um, I think the most challenging parts are like breaking routines. So mm-hmm. like on those like really lazy nights where I just want to stop at the the taqueria right on my way home and mm-hmm. get the carne asada burrito that I've gotten on other lazy nights. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, super easy. But Mexicans, despite what I've heard in other podcasts, Mexican food is very easy to do vegetarian. I'm sure a lot of these places have options like that. In fact, one of the things I was going to recommend to you was, um, if, and this is this is good for whether you're vegetarian or not, but Rick Bayless, Chef Rick Bayless, based out of Chicago, has an amazing book, probably his best cookbook. It's called Mexican Every Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's um, quick, uh, awesome Mexican meals that you can make that are healthy. They're not healthy. I wouldn't say that they're. He's a, they're not. It's not meant to be a healthy cookbook, but they're on like the healthier side. It's not like load, loaded with cheese or anything like that. Uh, it's sort of meant for Mexican food you can have every day, essentially. Mm-hmm. But in them, on almost every recipe in it, he'll have a vegetarian option that is really good. So I've because I used to eat those with the um, the vegan stuff, but there's like Mexican. Yeah. There's like vegetarian tacos, and they're all designed to be made within half an hour. And, uh, yeah, you you should check out that book. I've gotten a couple of books. I actually got uh, one book that um, – I don't see it here, but it's, like, The Vegetarian Student, and it's, like, ways to eat vegetarian on, like, student budget, but also, like ex- – that tends to translate into like a very accessible ingredients. Mm-hmm. So some of the other cookbooks that I've gotten, it's like um, this wonderful recipe that looks great, but then it has like four ingredients I've never heard of and four oh, that yeah. are really expensive. Yeah, you get like so, a daikon radish. And, yeah, exactly. You know, and so this Which vegetarian Actually, we're lucky that we can get that stuff, but people like in the Midwest, you know, yeah. the East Coast, it's harder for them, yeah. But this um, vegetarian student book is kind of like, 
very accessible. All of it is like normal grocery store items that I already know what they are or I already have them. So um, Mm -hmm. that's good. There you go. Uh, Well, good luck to you. I like vegetarian um, food. Uh, I mean, because again, I having done vegan, there's so many things you can't have. I'm like, oh, if I could only just put a little bit of cheese on this, that'd be right. great. Yeah. Or if I could have like an egg. Yeah. And I've I've been using the subreddit for vegetarianism to kind of get some ideas. And oh, that's a good idea. They've the number one piece of advice for a new vegetarian there is to like not um, don't like to kind of overdo it with like planning meals and kind of go crazy with uh, experimenting with recipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of pretty much every night been doing a whole brand new recipe and eating leftovers the next day. But um, I found some really good stuff. So it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good. Hmm. What, go. what else is uh, up with you in LA? Um, I've talked about my friend uh, Paul in the past uh, and he has a boyfriend named John. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so Paul, we text uh, during this story. I think, didn't you text me during the story you're about to tell? Yes. Okay. Uh, so Paul had a a 40th birthday and so uh, one of the big stories I have about John, his boyfriend is on the show that we made for the winner of that contest. Yeah. So, which we should tell the audience, you will hear that show at a, at a, at a, at a later date. The guy who right. won it wants us to release it, so we'll release it soon. So you'll hear the other story. But suffice to say, what you need to know now is that John and I have a very uh, love-hate relationship. We're in a good place right now, but it, it goes up and down. So uh, he invited me to Paul's 40th birthday, and it was like... If I were Paul, and I'm not going to tell Paul this because it was it was a surprise party. Yeah, I'm don't tell gonna, Paul. Just tell us. Yeah, Paul doesn't listen. This was the most. Well, I, I you know I only know my experience. Maybe for everybody else it wasn't, but for, in my experience, it was so hastily organized and disorganized. I shouldn't even say organized. It was disorganized, right? It was like a few days before the event. Like, oh hey, I just kind of a little quick surprise thing for Paul at this. Uh, uh, you know, place downtown, uh, here's the address. If you can make it, great, right? You know, I like Paul a lot. I want to be there for his 40th birthday party. I've known him for years. I go to this 40th birthday. It's a surprise, right? My closet. One, it's at a super fancy restaurant. Like, super fancy. Not like, oh, you can get by. No, this is like people are wearing, like, not ties, but really nice coats with really nice shirts and like, like it's a jacket type place. Right. Right. What it's did you like, wear? I'm like, I was wearing like a polo shirt and black jeans. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I just thought it was like, no, I wasn't wearing a polo shirt. I was wearing like a sweater. Okay. Okay. Like a sweater and black. I just thought it was like, oh, it's like a cheesecake factory or something like that. Right. <laughs> like it's super, super, super fancy. Right. Okay. Not only that, it was a storm was coming in and it was, outdoors it's on the it was on the roof of a sky rise in downtown la because i get that i go and the restaurant said perch right so i'm like oh that's the name of the restaurant so i go in there and they're like oh yeah just go to like the 34th floor or some crazy ass thing like that right (laughs) and i was like what and the elevator opens and it literally i mean it's a stunning view of the skyline of downtown you're in the middle of it you're surrounded by buildings i was freezing cold 
My social anxiety kicks in, though, when I see that, like, okay, I'm going to order one plate of food and then I have to split with all these people. Was that, well, did that it, happen? It wasn't, it was a restaurant, but we were in a cordoned off bar area. We weren't having dinner there. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I wasn't worried about that part. So, um, so it's super, it's freezing, freezing cold up there. Okay. I'm, and I had a jacket in the car, but now it's a surprise party. I can't go down. I'm all, I know my luck. I will take the elevator down <laughs> and I'll just run into Paul. Yeah. You know, Joe, and then, what are you doing here? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, what? You know, it's just like, ugh. and then John will just go back to hating me again. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up there and everyone just, everyone, and by the way, everyone brought friends. I should have brought somebody. Yeah. Right. Because so you, you didn't know anybody I up knew there? no one. It was nothing but uh, people from Paul's job. Yeah, you should have just taken one of the like cloth napkins and put it over your arm and then walked out. Like I you know were, you worked there. Um, do we need to talk about? So I was like, and so you're right. I was texting you the whole time. Like I was furious that yeah. I wasn't told it was such a dressy event. And two, well, and we also know I'm in a problem because I've been losing a lot of weight. I don't even have the dressy clothes for that. I right. would have just looked like a hobo yeah. who stole someone's suit and went up uh-huh. there. Right? Does um. Did the rest of the party seem to dress appropriately or? Oh, yeah. Oh, they were all dressed appropriately. Oh, so they maybe they knew the place. Exactly. Because I told Richard. And Richard goes like, yeah. He goes, I've been there. It's super fancy. He goes, Joe, it's called Perch. How did you not know it's outdoors? Well, <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. So. Well, look, that's Richard. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I have a cousin, Richard. He's a week younger mm-hmm. than me and gay. Right. It's called Burger King. Obviously, there's yeah. royalty inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, something happens. And he goes, um, it's called El Pollo Loco. <laughs> uh, obviously, crazy people go there. So, uh, so he, uh, yeah. So I was there for a long time. And so he, John had made it clear, like, we are coming at four. You need to be there by 345 at the latest. 4.30, they still weren't there? Uh, and I'm freezing. I've been freezing. That's not his fault exactly, though. You're right. But I'm like shivering, so cold. I don't know anyone. I'm just literally standing in them. And there's nowhere to hide either. So, right. and all the seats are taken. So I'm just basically standing there. Drinking at least? No, I didn't even get, no, because Mike, it was super expensive. And I was like, I refuse to pay these prices for like a beer. Yeah. It was are like, you, were you just going to basically say happy birthday then jet? Yeah. So my plan was to go, well, you know what? When he gets here. I'm just going to say happy birthday and be like, I got to go. Right. Right. Um, It's now like 440. Still no one. So I was like, that's it. Fuck this. I'm leaving. I ran down the fire escape all the <laughs> way down 34 floors or whatever it was. No, really? Well, it's easy. I, mean, that's not, I didn't run. I just, but I went down the fire escape. I didn't want to see him. You could have gone through the elevator and the chances are really small. Once you get in an elevator. But I, but I know my luck. In fact, yeah. I, I know my luck. So well, I wouldn't be surprised if he was coming up to like that. John was like, "Let's go up the fire escape, thirty six flights or something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I get it, and then I go out in the street. And you, the people must have thought I was like a spy or something. Like that I go on the street and I cover my. You know, like when you open up the incognito window on your Chrome, uh huh, and it has that guy with the hat like looking out at you. Yeah, that's what I look like. Yeah, I had like my I had like my sweater pulled up over my face, and I was just like, <laughs> like I like, which is gonna obviously draw way more attention, right? And then, oh, by the way, it's downtown LA, so the parking was literally twelve dollars. Uh, I paid twelve dollars to park there for an hour, and you didn't even see your friend. I didn't see my friend. 
Did you text him or anything? Yes. Later? So, yes. And so actually, You should have texted him right there. <laughs> hey, I'm hey. leaving your surprise party. I can't stay there. Surprise. That long. I le- yeah, I left. <laughs> so I um I texted John actually. I told him, "Hey, look, this is what happened." And he was like, "Yeah." And and you know what? To John's credit, he was like, "Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. Oh, I feel like badly. I didn't tell you." Uh, okay, well, we're going to go to this one restaurant afterwards, but then going to your point, I'm, I'm going to go to some Fakakta restaurant and be caught with that bill, you yeah. know, everyone drinking their flaming margaritas and I'm paying, you know, a third of that or whatever, you know. Right. So, um, so yes. So that was my story. I just left my friend's surprise party before he gets there. I mean, I don't know if anybody can relate to me just ditching a place before I'm supposed to leave, but uh, that's what I did. Um. Cool. What's going on with you? Well, I have a story that's kind of a follow-up. You might remember a few months ago I told a story about a friend of mine that was hooking up with someone that had never bottomed before but wanted to bottom. And the friend offered the guy poppers. Yeah. And when my friend's back was turned, the guy drank the poppers instead of inhaling them. Do you remember this? But did he didn't get poisoned or anything like that? No, he just was like blah blah, and he oh, like, okay. cried, and like yeah, the, cried. the the night was over. Right. Yeah. So cut to this Friday night. A uh, few friends and I went out, and the friend of mine that gave the poppers to the trick was there, and he brought one of his coworkers, and then one of his friends from San Diego was in town. So we had this good time. We drank at my house. We drank at the bar, whatever. And as we're getting drunk, my friend starts telling a story about a recent sexual relationship that he's entered, like super recent, like in the last couple weeks. Uh-huh. And so this is the same dude that had the guy drink poppers at his house. And so he's saying um, – he's like giving these the details of this less than perfect sexual encounter, right? And as a joke, I was like, well, at least he didn't drink your poppers – and his friend from San Diego said, you told him about that? And I didn't know that the guy there was the same guy that drank the poppers. Oh, my God. So were you super embarrassed? Yeah. And he was so he was like, you told him about that. <gasps> and I didn't know. It just was it, it was revealing on way too many levels because, mm-hmm. I, first of all, I didn't know that they had even hooked up. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, or. I didn't know the details of like all of this. But, but wait, then, didn't you know it was that guy? No, I didn't know. I didn't oh. know that the poppers was the San Diego guy. Oh. So here I am making jokes about it and how stupid that popper drinking guy was. And he's sitting at the table. <laughs> so that changed the dynamic of the whole evening. Oh, so I, was, like, he, was he seriously pissed off? Not pissed off, but like when, when I said it, you could tell he was like, uh, why did you tell him that? Uh. But so, that's what I love about being gay. What? Is it like, yeah, you can say that and it's like, it's embarrassing, but it's not like a, like straight people, I kind of feel that would be like, if a girl knew that a guy had said something so intimate to another one of his guy friends and that guy brought it up at a party, I feel that would like, that's a go yeah. home and have a fight kind of event. Yeah. And I mean, you're right, because think of the the conversation we were in. It was him telling all of us details about a sexual relationship, right? Yeah. So we were already in such a conversation. So he knows we have those kind of conversations because we were having one when I said that uh, badly timed joke. Yeah. But, so. so basically, you and I were each other this week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, and then I sent an email to this guy, and I was like, "Please be my friend." I was, 
<laughs> I was in an awkward situation at a grocery store, didn't know how to get out of it, and yeah. you put your foot in your mouth somewhere. Yeah. Oh wow. It was uh it was like uh what's that movie with um uh Miley Cyrus and um the What's that woman from Fish Called Wanda? This joke is so dead now. Not Miley Cyrus. You're thinking Lindsay Lohan. Oh. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Yeah, we are Freaky Friday. I'm going to keep that in because I know about four people off the top of my head whose heads will explode when How they hear me. How dare you? How does Joe not know that the difference between Miley Cyrus and Lindsay Lohan and that it's Freaky Friday starring Jamie Lee Curtis released in 1999 by Disney? You know, and you're like, oh, God. Hey, uh, Joe, um, yeah. you know, who, uh, you know, Full House? Yeah, it stars. Um, yeah, it stars Miley Cyrus. <laughs> well, Full House actor John Stamos. Uh, made a return trip to the Tanner residence, which is up here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of funny because he posted a picture on his Instagram and he's kind of in these like this low key black uh, kind of get up with sunglasses, camera around his neck in front of the house on Broderick Street in Lower Pacific Heights. And he was uh, just posing in a picture and people come up behind him because the full house house is kind of like a go-to kind of place to look in San Like it is kind of common for people to go there and take photos with it. In fact, they've put up a gate in front of it so that you can't walk up to the door, but which I think is kind of weird. But um, so he's posing for this picture and people come up to gawk at the house and he's just standing in the foreground of the picture. And yeah. I thought that was funny. People are retweeting the picture a lot because it's funny. Um, but would, do you think that you would recognize John Stamos? I feel like he's gotten hotter over time. Do you? Agree? I don't agree with that, but the, I, you know who I feel that about is the actor James Marsden. Oh, the older uh-huh. James Marsden gets, the hotter I think he is. The old, older he gets. Uh, were you going to say you don't know who he is? Mm, I do. He's the one that lands up marrying Liz Lemon on 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah, he's cute. I think he was cute then, though. Yeah, but he gets hotter, though. Every year, he just gets hotter and hotter. I love yeah. him. Um, wasn't he living like in the dollhouse and modern family too or something like, I don't know I know there's some modern family storyline he's on too yeah he was in 30 Rock I don't yeah he was in modern family and then he was an X-Men he plays the one with the glasses and he was in um 27 dresses and enchanted he was in enchanted oh he is he plays Prince Charming You're and right. hairspray he played Corny Collins now I'm just looking at IMDb Oh yeah, he's hot, man. Is he hot in uh, this this uh, hairspray? Um, no, he's not really. Zac Efron is the hot one in that movie. Which I, you know, can't Zac, have too hot. Too Zac hot, Efron, I go back and forth on because Zac Efron's in that weird, like he's too perfect. It's almost kind of creepy. Yeah, I like, hear you. Like he, you give him glasses or something. Yeah, he needs like a little <laughs> bit of a flaw. Yeah, you know, like, and he just almost looks like a wax person. Yeah. But wait, would you recognize John Stamos if you went to the Sam- the Full House house? Do you think? It's almost like people are saying like, "How dare you guys like you you're mo- you're um gawking over this house, but you don't even know that he's right there." But it's one of those things that's like so strange you would not even expect John Stamos to be in front of that house. 
A, but here I say that I always say I wouldn't recognize the people walking down the street, but I have stories where I've been walking down the street and I go, oh my God, there is the most random person ever and I recognize them. But yeah. then I have other stories where I'm walking next to a person and I didn't even know, like uh, for a few blocks in New York. Insert I was name dropping here. No, because I'm not getting any benefit out of this. I'm telling a story about how like th- there have been two times, one next to Val Kilmer and one next to... um. Who's that? I can't stand this woman. Gwyneth Paltrow, right? I didn't know I was standing next to and my friend was like, oh my God, didn't you see Gwyneth Paltrow next to you? I was like, no, right? Yeah. But then I've been walking down the street and saw some random ass person from Kids in the Hall walking out with his groceries. And I was like, oh my God, you know, like I freak out. Yeah. You know, Kids in the Hall and not even like the one of the main stars of the Kids in the Hall. Like one of the- Well, there's something more beneficial. Like if you really respect the person's art, there's something, you know, better about seeing them though. You know, I mean, it's not like I'm going to get, you know, super excited about seeing a lot of like big stars right now because I don't usually respect a lot of big things as much as I would, you know, my favorite movie or um, somebody who I really respect their writing or something like that. Also, John Stamos is kind of dressed like a tourist. I've seen the picture. Yeah. So, I mean, just not paid attention to him. Why would they? Yeah, but I think it's I mean, the picture he's. 10 feet away and i could pretty much tell he's john stamos but but it's also labeled and yeah you know that's what you're looking at like how many it's so funny that you say that i was thinking just the other day i was in some very um heavily trafficked area of la and i was like there could be like a giant celebrity driving next to me and i would never know i never know who's driving next i'm not looking in all the cars next to me in la meanwhile jack nicholson could be driving next to me uh, the whole time. One of my favorite stories, actually, from the Magic Castle, because uh, actor Cary Grant used to be a president of the Magic Castle. Mm-hmm. And uh, they always tell this story. I love this story. Uh, is Cary Grant would show up in, like, this beat-up uh, station wagon. Like, crap, crap station wagon, right? And somebody asked him, like, you're Cary Grant. Why do you drive a shitty station wagon? And he said, because... When he's driving down the street and someone sees him in it, they think, gosh, that guy really looks like Cary Grant in that <laughs> shitty station wagon. Uh, where if he was driving a nice car, they would be like, oh, my God, there's Cary Grant in that nice car. Follow so, him. Yeah. So it sort of kind of uh, gave him some anonymity because they would just think it was someone who looked like Cary Grant. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what news stories you got going on in L.A.? Anything? Yeah, Mike Lawson. American flag ban was passed by the UC Irvine student government. Um. UC Irvine student government voted to ban the American flag as well as every other nation's flag from their lobby in a resolution that will likely be short-lived. By the way, there's been an update. The executive council of the Associated Student Body of UCI vetoed the resolution. But this resolution was passed Thursday by a vote of 6-4 to four at ASUCI's legislative council. It was written by a guy named Matt Guevara, and he states that the removal of the flag would serve to create a space that is culturally inclusive um mike lawson uh what would what is your what are your thoughts on this usually i have some sort of comical question but i don't have a comical question for this what are your what are your thoughts on this well uh, it's i don't know i i think that flag flying is kind of seen as a symbol of patriotism but like i don't really know how i feel about that like is it really that important uh but a good a good um uh I guess comment on this whole thing is like a handful of people deciding 
that a university shouldn't fly a flag. Is that really freedom? You know well, what I mean? Like, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Here's the thing. A, at a certain point, this sort of like, look, I'm, I'm, I lean left. Yeah, By the way, my new podcast that I'm starting. Mm, sure anyway, it's taken. Um, I lean left. Okay. I'm more centrist, but I lean left. Okay. But here's the thing. This it, liberalism to the extreme has to stop somewhere. We're in the fucking United States. A. B. Um, it's a publicly funded university. In other words, it's owned by the government. Yeah. It's owned by the state of California, University of California. So, yeah, you fly the American – like, maybe I would still think it's lame if, uh, like, USC, which is a private university, was like, we don't want to fly the American flag. But, like, dude – Even you, that is weird. Yeah. But I, I think that what, why this is so convoluted is that the flag is, a, like, a symbol of the nation and, like, the freedoms that that represents. But then one of those freedoms happens to be that um, – this idea that – we don't have to fly a flag or we can um, burn a flag or right. All of these things are freedoms that are also represented by the symbol of a flag. So I, I, my feelings are just very convoluted on it. Yeah. But here's the thing. I could see if an individual didn't want to fly a flag. I don't own any flags. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if an individual, I don't, and I would never put a flag. I'm not a real, that's, that's the thing. I would never fly an American flag. It's just not my thing. I'm not against the United States. I just don't fly flags. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But two, if you want to burn a flag, it's an individual thing. But um, but to to pass legislation that because then you're because then you're also because uh, remember they're banning the American flag. I don't know to what extent they're banning it there, but to say like no, you can't fly the American flag is also but that's that's infringing on the First Amendment rights of people who want to fly the American flag. Well, I think it's safer just to air. I mean, like it's it. I, mean, I think the okay. So for people who don't know, I went to UC Irvine, and I was a student journalist there for the time I was there. Oh my God, I am so jealous that I am not writing my humor column right now. <laughs> this would been like a month of cup of Joe jokes that I would have been. There would have been so many great columns just from this one thing. But it's so dumb that they did this. It's so lame. So uh, I'm glad that the executive council of U uh, ASUCI vetoed the resolution. Here's what's scary about student government having reported on it for four years, 20 years ago, is um, that they actually control quite a bit of money. So it's not it's 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 definitely more um, sophisticated than just like a high school student government. Like mm -hmm. they actually have a large budget and a, and huge purse strings and more. They wield a bit more power than um than your typical uh student government in high school but it's still it's still kids playing dumb games and so I, I what are they that's so dumb it's such a waste of everybody's time they're not that different from the regular congress but this is just the liberal version <laughs> of the super conservative congress passing bills that make no sense whatsoever thank hmm. you i don't know that it's born in a bad place but um i don't disagree with anything you said either um, hey, I have a story I want to tell you about um, yeah. from San Francisco. Do you remember Hidden Cash? It was a Twitter account. They would hide cash, tweet details. It was started in SF. Then they went to LA. Yes. Well, Hidden Cash has resurfaced, and they are starting an Indiegogo campaign to help raise $30,000 to replace this guy, uh, Ranjit Steiner's blade-style prosthetic 
that was snatched from his car in the Mission District last week. So according to the campaign, this dude Steiner, who's a Paralympian sprinter, left his running leg, not his walking leg, but like a a blade style kind of fancy one. He left the leg in the back seat of his car along with his laptop and briefcase. Who uses a briefcase anymore? And all three of the items were taken when the car was broken into and he needs to compete in next year's games in Rio de Janeiro. And without his leg, he can't do his sprint work workouts. So they are trying to raise money. If you just Google um, uh, Paralympian prosthetic leg, Ranjit Steiner, Blade Style Prosthetic, Mission District, Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah just Google all it. that. <laughs> you can find it. But um, he's a cancer survivor. That's how he lost his leg. And he's training for the Paralympics, which is, I guess, a big deal. And so... Now, Mike, um, I have to accuse you of burying the lead here. What? He's hot. He is so, <laughs> yeah. so hot. He <laughs> You're is the worst, Joe. He is. You thought the same thing when you saw it. He is no. so hot. And I have this fantasy of hooking up with a one-legged guy. What? Yes. Now, when you say one-legged, do you mean like knee, but knee and below, or? I would prefer up to the thigh. Because here's why. I'm thinking all the amazing angles you could get, especially if you're the bottom. All these fresh new angles. Mike, this doesn't interest you. And look how hot no. he is. First of all, he's like a – to me, he's I, – like I can appreciate that he's handsome. He's not really my type. Though. Oh, my type. My mm. type. The beard is a little too much. He has beautiful eyes, but I'm not going to be fucking his Oh, nice. so hot. Uh, do your cards right now wouldn't it be funny if this organization <laughs> i don't know what that means wouldn't it be funny if this organization actually hid his leg like that's the new thing they're getting into <laughs> hidden cash yeah if hidden cash <laughs> yeah and they leg. just go around the next one they're gonna steal somebody's like walker yeah yeah now, here's a funny thing too did you see in the comments on that story that somebody was like, uh, guys, did you guys see an SF yeah. gate? Someone, the police found a leg. Why? Wait, it's not the same thing, though. Mike, did you see this leg that they found? It's like an old man's shoe on it. Yeah. It's definitely not a Paralympian. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And then, but then I was thinking, like, what are the odds? And in that one someone of the... lost a leg and someone found a leg in the same day, but they're not related. Yeah, and in the found <laughs> leg story, somebody says, well, if you just find someone who lost a leg, I mean, what are the odds in San Francisco <laughs> that there's, you know, but wouldn't it be funny if like, you know, because you know, like when you go to a lost and found and you have like, you need a jacket and they'll give you like an, a lost jacket that hasn't been claimed. Any jacket, right. What if they said like, okay, dude. Well, we found this leg, and they give him that old-timey old man. It's like, it's, it also looks like it's like super short, right? Yeah, it looks super short. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe his. You never know where his is like cut. It could be like shin and below. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe I don't know where his. I don't know where his leg is cut. I'm hoping it goes all the way up to the thigh because he's really hot, and I want to get those angles in. But there's I guess a, there's a dude on the Red Band Society. Do you ever watch that? No, one, one of the one of the kids on that show. It's this ABC show that's on. Um, it's like really wholesome. It's about these kids that are all living in hospitals in a hospital for different reasons, and one of them had cancer in the leg and had to have it taken off. And I always thought that was weird. Like I've never really heard about leg cancer, but this dude Ranjit, he had leg cancer, and that's why he has the the prosthetic. So maybe it's more common than I thought because. A fictional story and this guy in the the SF Weekly both have it. So maybe everyone has it. 
God, I wish I, I hope I find the leg. <laughs> cool. Because maybe uh, you... that, that would be, wouldn't it be such a romantic comedy kind of moment if I, I just find this leg? Okay. And then you reunite him with his leg. Yeah. And then, and, and then we fall in love. But it's not like Cinderella. I'm going to call the movie gonna... Leg Up. <laughs> okay. Or Break a Leg. Nah, that's not as good. No, Break a Leg is kind of negative. Yeah. Leg Up, though, sounds yeah. good. If you have any more uh, potential movie titles for my romantic comedy with Ranjit, feel free to email them at guys at cupodcast.com. Do you Bye. think Ranjit will play himself? Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to play me. I'll just be like the like an extra in it. Okay. Um, who would I? You'll get be you'll be kind of like um, how uh, what's this guy who does all Six Sense and all those movies that all have twist endings? Oh yeah, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah, like how he kind of is just in the background of mm-hmm. all his movies yeah. and how um, um, why am I drawing a blank? He did Birds and Psych- Alfred Hitchcock, uh, and how Alfred Hitchcock does that. That's you. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So, yeah, and then we'll get another actor to play me, and we'll be good to go. Speaking of actors uh, crashing and burning, been playing me, (laughs) actor Harrison Ford was injured after crashing his airplane on a Venice golf course. Yeah. Do you know who Harrison Ford is? Heard of him. Okay. He was injured, (laughs) crash landing a small plane on a golf course in Venice. Um, He's a longtime aviator, and he was piloting a vintage two-seater fighter plane when something went awry, and he crashed into Penmar Golf Course in Venice, according to TMD. TMZ. TMZ says that Ford suffered multiple gashes to his head and was bleeding. There happened to be two doctors nearby who rushed to treat him. Now, Mike Lawson, my question to you is, have you ever encountered a random celebrity in distress? <laughs> no. I By mean, the I've... way, these doctors didn't recognize him at first. Well, I think it's kind of like John Stamos in front of the house. Like, you just don't expect to see that person there. Wouldn't it be great if John Stamos was posed in front of the plane? <laughs> we got to Photoshop that in and make that viral. Like John um, Stamos posed in front of the plane. Like, and look at everyone. Knows. Nobody noticed John Stamos was posed in front of the plane. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've witnessed uh, Whitney Houston at Disneyland with a handful of children. That was she was in distress then. Yeah. I just kind of I didn't have anything to do for her though. Um, have you ever witnessed a celebrity in distress? In oh, actually, no, Mike. Remember? No, I'm mad about this too. Again. Chris and Mercedes have kept me from so many amazing things. One, from Benedict Cumberbatch being my best friend. Have we told the story in the show? I think we have, right? Yeah. Two, I was in Malibu. I was at the house in Malibu. I was watching that Bean Elmo documentary, right? I was like, oh, well, I'm bored. I'm going to watch Bean Elmo, right? Next day, I go to this Chris and Mercedes house. There's a huge uh, hole in their fence, right? Turns out that night, the night before, and kind of early too, like seven or eight o'clock at night, some drunk uh, lady crashed into a car right in front of their fence, and the mm-hmm. car went through their fence. Anyway, this uh, John Travolta's wife, Kelly Slater, uh-huh. she pulls over and starts directing traffic. <laughs> right? I yeah. could have been there and hung out with Kelly Slater. Um. So Harrison Ford is fine. Is that her though, name? Right? I don't know. Kelly Slater, isn't that somebody from Is that from Say by the Bell? And that's no. AC Slater. And Kelly is Ka- in there too. Kelly Kapowski. I don't know yeah. what John Travolta's wife's name is. What? what either saying? does either does he. <laughs> I know. Seriously. I could have gotten 
I could have gotten with John Travolta. Here's the weird thing. This is a good question. Speaking of celebrities in distress. Here's the thing. Okay, so there's – I don't even think we need to get into the John Travolta being gay drama, right? The rumors have been wild for 40 years. But I'm going to tell you something. John Travolta – I don't care. Forget John Travolta now. When he was young, he was hot. Yeah. So when you hook up with a celebrity now, are you hooking up with who he was or who he is? Who he was or who he is. Like, in other words, would you yeah. hook up with John Travolta now? I mean, he was hot. I would not. No. I would not. I think I would. See, I mean, there's certain uh, celebrities that I respect. Yeah, but then would I go and fuck them? No. No, I think that I I could be wooed by somebody based on who they were. Because that still kind of is part of them. But I don't know that I would be sexually attracted to someone based on who they were. It would have to be who they are. Like the thought of – because here's the thing. Remember, I was going to have sex with a priest who wasn't my type. Yeah. But the thought of being able to say like, oh, that guy who's just fucking a badass walking down the street in Saturday Night Fever, I hit that. Yeah. Well, I could see you even telling the story like, oh, I fucked John Travolta once. And then you, what you don't reveal is it was last week. And everyone's thinking that you fucked young Well, I John was Travolta. two <laughs> or something when Saturday Night Fever came out. I'm going to tell you something. But I could see you telling the story and kind of be to be deceiving. Yeah, I fucked John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. that was a thing. We did that. But you're yeah. not saying that it was like an hour ago. There's somebody who, who's famous who had sex with Mae West when she was like old. Okay. I can't remember who. Anyway, the point is. I think I want to make that my mission to to fuck John Travolta. Ooh, okay. Well, let us know. Keep keep us updated. I can't tell you. If I do, I can't tell you. I should have just told you I have. Yeah. <laughs> because like I can't tell you because unless until he dies or unless he comes out of the closet, I can't tell you that. Well, what do you got going on next week, Joey? Anything exciting? Wait, don't you have another news story? Oh no, you did too. Yeah. Oh, that was another story I was going to do. I was going to do that story about this. No, yeah, I don't also, want even. It's yeah. not even worth it. Okay, I forgot to mention this last week, and this is a personal message to somebody I don't know who it is. Some, one of you guys out there, one of you listeners who I don't know who, added me. I, I have my Instagram set to private, and so uh, added me on Instagram, okay? I went to approve the person, but I accidentally deleted them. And there's no way for me to remedy that. And I don't know who the person is. So if you added me on Instagram re- fairly recently in the past month and I you haven't started seeing my stuff. or I didn't And you're really them. desperate to see the one photo Joe posts every month? <laughs> no, I post all the time. What are you talking about? It's all me- – if, you, if, yeah, if you're really desperate to see constant a photo, a constant stream of Mexican food, <laughs> then uh, – After please. you listen to us on this podcast and him talking about trying to lose weight, if you really want to go see what's really happening. Well, I know. Here's <laughs> – I know. Look, it slows it down a little bit, but it's totally worth it. So here's the thing. So I'm sorry if, if, if anyone feels I slighted them. The only person I've actually genuinely slighted is R.C. Martinez. Everybody else, please add me. <laughs> That's not true. No. R.C. Martinez, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can – I think he might already follow me on Instagram. Yeah. But the truth is uh, if, 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 if I denied you, add me again and I'll approve you. So there's that. And then um, – so uh, Mike, I this is what I've got going on this week. Um Paul, remember from the story about the surprise party? Uh-huh. 
I'm having I'm taking him to lunch for his birthday. Cool. This at, Sunday at the perch. I know. Uh, I should totally take him to perch. I should surprise him. <laughs> it should just be and not show up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave. I'm like, it got too cold. Yeah. Like, it was in a sauna, Joe. Like, oh. Um. Also, Dame Edna's here for one more week in LA. I have not gone to see her yet, so I'm gonna really try and go and see her with Richard this week. Cool. I'm going March 22nd when she's in San Francisco. Oh, good. So that should be good. I'm going to spoil it for you. She dies at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to Vegas this weekend for work stuff. The unconference. Um, An unconference, which I kind of talked about, I believe. And my birthday's coming up, so there's that. I think I'm going to try to see Newsies one more time. I already saw it once, um, and it's in town, so I'm going to try to see that again before it leaves for my birthday. And that's pretty much it. So that's it. Thanks uh, for listening, everyone. Joey, go to hell. Wait, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> okay, fine. Do whatever you want. Go nice to hell. catching up with you, Joe. Go to hell. <laughs> we never. Do, I never do that. I never. Do, I never like cut you off with the go to hell. That'd be funny. Yeah, uh, we should do that. Save that should it. Be, we should do that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>